0: Lob Talk Radio. Can you feel- Yes. Lose your mind, this is the time, You can't this still, just and bang your spine yes. Bob your head like me, I pull D, up inside your club or in your belly. Get messy, loud and sick, your mind that's mama on another head trip so, Come down now, do not correct it, let's get ignorant, let's get hectic. Everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. everybody yeah. let's get into it
1: Let's talk on Blob Talk Radio. I'm your host. To make sh- I want to make sure that you are a part of it because, uh, yeah, we're gonna make this happen today. Um, in fact, me and me and P was having a conversation here a little while ago on, on on Facebook, and you know that's one of the beautiful parts about this show is I can change up sometimes. You know what I mean? I, I can change up sometimes, and and we gonna we gonna add the conversation me and P were having. Line into the show today because it's a very interesting topic and it's another one of those, those theoretical type of things that we need to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and, and it's going to be good. It, it really is. So I want you to sit back, relax. As I said before, if you're a little sensitive, um, I don't think this may not be the show for you today because, as I say, we're going to get into some things. Uh we're gonna talk about it like adults. But yeah, we, we we gonna really, really talk about some serious stuff here. And uh it it's gonna be very interesting to say the least. All right, so that's that's where we are here today, uh, right now. But before we do, let me tell you how you be a part of you can be part of the show because I, I do want you here with us. Um mm-hmm. Easiest way is just call us at 347-838-8622. You can email me or P. Ross at ericlestalk at gmail.com or PRoss personally at p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. Okay, chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate, and as I said before, we want to hear we want to hear from you as well on on some of these things we're going to be talking about because it's, it's a theoretical uh, conversation, and you know there, as I said before, there's nothing written in stone about some of the, 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 the conversations we're going to have, but it's, it just takes sometimes an interesting look into what causes it, what can maybe. Fix it, uh, or or just opinions. Sometimes the only thing you need to have is a conversation, and and, and a couple of opinions need to come out, and that that may change the face of some things, the way you feel about some things, the way others feel about some things. And and a lot of times we don't have that conversation because we're too busy getting caught up in our personal feelings or what somebody has said or what we've read. But today is the day to talk about Talk about it. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk. So that's that's where we are today. But before I go any further, let me go ahead and bring my co host is the logical one on the show, the one that speaks so eloquently compared to me anyway, my eighth grade education. No one, the only T Ross in the house. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing out there? Are you ready?
3: Yes, of course I'm ready. I'm always ready. You know? <laughs> you know I'm ready.
0: You know no, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we, nah. we gonna
3: get this show. On, we gonna get this show on the road in, in just a little short while. You know, because you're right. Mm-hmm. There's some things that that we that that they need to to be discussed open and honestly, and stop sugarcoating stuff. Let's just stop lying. Let's stop generalizing, and you know, and get down to the nitty gritty of what it is. Mm. You know.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. And as I was telling our listeners, you know, um, me, and you was having that conversation about the, the video that I watched that you you, you showed me, and um, mm-hmm. I said, we going to have to talk about that as well, you know, because that's something that's interesting also, you know, that, yeah. that needs to, a conversation needs to be had about, so, yeah, yeah you know, because yeah. me, and you, we were we were, just between the two of us, we we were having a very interesting conversation. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, I want to bring it to the show and, you know, see what our listeners have to say about, about that as well. Okay? So. All right. With that. All right. Of course. Yeah, I like that. All right. So let's go and get the other little knickknacks out the way so we can get on in to, to, to this conversation today. All right, so, y'all, here it is, your song of the day. Uh, we got a, I don't know what this is, but like a country hip-hop song. We got Mr. Bubble Sparks featuring Colt Ford, and it's called Country Folks. See y'all in about three minutes. Enjoy the music.
4: Country fried, baptized in gravy Can't wash off what the good Lord made you No matter how far that highway goes An old dirt road to get you home Come on. If you see it in the ride when they try to lie? You're a bullet hole in a stop sign that I'm
5: right there with you
4: your drinks up high For
5: my country hey. My country for hey. I'm out here On a thousand acre Plot of land And I can't hear him Hating on me I'm a modest man Talking weird Jimmy matters And he got a plan And when he talk I listen to him That's a lot of man He said we need to Take it back To the root of it I put on for the country That's the truth of it I'm talking last millennium We was repping it Before anybody Had accepted anybody. it We introduced him To the cooler On the tailgate Full of cold Natty light Playing satellite A little baby why we misbehave okay. okay Once we figure the game out We go play The
4: generation of people That love Tupac oh. and, Hey We banging it in the boondocks Now put your drink In the air scared. Yeah, yeah. Them folks been doing that thing yeah. Country fried Baptizing gravy Can't watch off What the good Lord needs you No matter how far That highway goes An old dirt road To get you home Come on. If you see it in the ride When they try to lie Beautiful and hold And a stop sign Down let am right there Drinks of half of my country, oh, my country, oh See, me and Bubba, we've been doing this a long while It sure seems a lot longer than a country mile Hollywood looked good, full of fake friends I never thought we could ever be here again Time heals, one fell, one came up Back together, son, we gon' tear this thing up. A lot of talkers, and I ain't gotta name 'em. They wanna be us. Hell I can't blame 'em. No. So looky here, cold beer on a tailgate. Been doing this for some years, y'all so late. Banging out And in a little George Strait. Hot damn cold Ford back with Bubba cake Cause you fried gravy. Can't watch up what the good Lord made you. No matter how far that highway goes, an old dirt road to get you home. Come on. If you see it in the right
5: Yeah real funny to the money come. Now they want some, when they want wanted none. And that's just how the thing go when you get her done. We did it, son. Yeah, we did it, son. We was dragging Jim Bean by the handle. Me and Stephen loading up ammo. Bumping good in my real treat camo. This white boy really think he Rambo. Cut the beat on a his ass damn, though. You don't like it straight to hell, it's where you can go. 12-pointer hanging right above the mantel. You don't like the program, change the channel. Hey, Fried, baptized in gravy, can't wash up what the good Lord made you. No matter how far that highway goes, an
4: older road to get you home. Go on. If you see it in the road when they try to lie, beautiful and whole, and a stop sign high, then I'm right there with you. Put your drink up so high for my country, for hey. me. my country, for you. Hey.
1: Your song of the day, Mr. Bubble Sparks featuring Coke Ford and country folks. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good song compared to what we're gonna talk about today. I like that. All right. Nice little beat too. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I know I did. I was here bobbing my head, like my big bubble head going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Get it out of there. Get it out of there. Nah, I hear what y'all think. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I have a co host, T. Ross Rowley. T, you like that, man? You, did you like Mr. Bubble Sparks? You know, Bubba
0: Sparks yeah, been around a long different. time. Yeah, yeah. no. Same different
1: <laughs> Hey, Bubba has been around a long time. People don't know about old Bubble Sparks. But yeah, okay. But we're we going to leave it right there, you know what I mean, because both of been doing some some things. But anyway, anyway, moving right along, moving right along, because we got a lot to talk about today, and
6: uh, I want to talk about it.
1: All right, so it's that time, y'all, for, for your education, your education on some black folks. You know what's interesting? This February, and as I look at my Facebook page, I see a whole lot of black history um, facts being posted and I'm like, wow, wow Everybody wait till February to do this But here on Let's Talk We, we talk, give you a Black History Moment Every show And that's what we will continue to do year-round Because Black History shouldn't be just uh, uh, Contained to 28, 20, 27, 28 days of the year Because so that's not uh, How this country was built And we know this, right? Of course we do So, without further ado
3: one and only the logical co-host <laughs> your Black oh, History right. Moment. All right, today's Black History Moment comes from the sculptor of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Anybody got a dime? Check out your dime. Flip it over and look at the sculpture on there. Selma Ortiz Burke. Born December 31st, 1900, died August 29, 1995, was an American sculptor and a member of the Harlem Renaissance Movement. She is best known for a bas-relief portrait of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So her portrait inspired the profile that is found on the back of your dime. That is her work. Yay! How many people knew that? No, you didn't. But now you do. That's the good thing about it. She described herself as a people sculpture and created many pieces of public art, often portraits of prominent African-American figures like Duke Ellington, Mary McLeod Bethune, Booker T. Washington. And in 1979, she was awarded the Women's Caucus for Art Life, Time Achievement Award. She was born in Morrisville, North Carolina. She was seven of ten children to Neil and Mary Coldfield birth. Her father was an AME church minister who worked on the railroads for additional income. As a child, she attended a one-room segregated schoolhouse and often played with the riverbed clay found near the home. She would later describe the feeling of squeezing the clay through her fingers as a first encounter with sculpture, saying it was there in 1907 that I discovered me. Burke's interest in sculpture was encouraged by her maternal grandmother, who was also a painter, although her mother thought she could pursue a more financially stable career. Burke attended Winston-Salem State University before graduating in 1924 from the St. Agnes Training School for Nurses in Raleigh, North Carolina. She married a childhood friend, Durant Woodward, in 1928. And although the marriage ended with his death less than a year later, she later moved to Harlem to work as a private nurse. After moving to New York City in 35, Burke became involved with the Harlem Renaissance Cultural Movement through her relationship with the writer, Claude McKay, with whom she shared an apartment in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of Manhattan. The relationship was brief and tumultuous. McKay would destroy her clay model when, she did, when he did not find the work to be up to his standards. But it introduced Burke to an artistic community that would support her burgeoning career. Burt began teaching for the Harlem Community Arts Center under the leadership of Sculpture and thus the savage, and would go on to work for the Works Progress Administration on the New Deal Federal Art Project. One of her WPA works, a bust of Booker T. Washington, was given to Frederick Douglass High School in Manhattan in 1936. In the early 1930s, twice she traveled to Europe. First saw the Rosenwald Fellowship to study sculpture in Vienna in thirty-three and thirty-four, She returned in thirty-six to study in Paris with Aristide Malil. While in Paris, she met Henry Matisse, who praised her work. One of her most significant works for this period is Fra Keller, 1937 a portrait of a German-Jewish woman in response to the rising Nazi threat, which would convince Burke to leave Europe later that year. Burke returned to the U.S. and enrolled in Columbia University, where she received a Master of Fine Arts degree in 1941. In 1940, she founded the Samuel Burke School of Sculpture in New York City. As she was committed to teaching art, she opened the Selma Burke Art School in New York in 1946 and later opened the Selma Burke Art Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Opened from 68 to 81, the center was an original art center that played an integral role in the Pittsburgh art community, offering courses ranging from studio workshops to puppetry classes. In 1949, Burke married architect Erwin Colby, and moved with him to an artist colony in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Coley died in 55, and Burke continued to live in Pennsylvania until her death in 1995 at the age of 94. Selma mm-hmm. Burke sculpted portraits of famous African, African-American figures as well as lesser-known subjects. She, was, she also explored human emotion and family relationships in more expressionistic work. While she admired the abstract modernist, her work was more concerned with rendering the symbolic human form in ways both dignified and symbolic. She worked in a variety of media, including wood, brass, alabaster, and limestone. Her public sculpture pieces include a bust of Duke Ellington at the Performing Arts Center in Milwaukee, as well as works on display in the Hill House Center in Pittsburgh. The Sean Burke Center for Research in Black Culture in New York City, Atlanta University, Spelman College, and the Smithsonian Museum of American Art. Her last monumental work, created in 1980 when she was 80 years old, y'all, was a bronze statue of Martin Luther King Jr. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Burke was among the artists featured in the National Urban League inaugural exhibition, at, the Gall- at Gallery 62 in 1978 She had solo exhibitions at Princeton University And the Carnegie Museum, among other venues Her work is held in the collections of the Metropolitan Museum of Art The Whitney Museum of American Art And the Philadelphia Museum of Art That is just a little bit of an insight to Selma Burke, so now you know where the portrait of FDR comes from on the back of your die. Look her up, study it, see what great other great things she has done. Selma Burke, y'all. All right, that was your
1: Black History Moment. Oh, Miss Selma Burke. So anytime you look at the back of your dime, you now know who, who uh, did the portrait. All right, Miss Selma Burke, a gifted artist with many accomplishments. That's what I'm talking about right there. And, yes, she was a black woman. All right, so black women, get up, clap, jump around, hit a blunt, whatever you're going to do, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, buddy. All right, so anyway. Anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I've my co-host, P. Ross Wright, with me today. And today we have a theoretical conversation on some controversial words, topics, uh, actions, whatever however you want to call describe it. I, it really don't matter to me. Uh, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. if you want to comment on anything we're talking about today, the easiest way is just call us at 347-838-8622. The chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. You can email me at Eric. let at gmail.com. Uh, you can email P at uh, P. Leona L E O N A. Ross twenty four at gmail.com. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show today. And for those that have other means of contacting me or P. You know, if you want to send us some, a comment or something where well, you, you know, because you can't talk right now, no problem. We'd be more than reading live on the air after you send it to us, okay? All right, so with all that being said, with all that being said, you know how you can participate. We're glad you're here. We want to hear from you. It's time to get started with the show because I'm ready. I'm I, I, I ready. I'm ready right about now. And as I mentioned before, <laughs> I hear you laughing I hear you laughing because you know I'm about to come with it I'm about to come with it Alright, so Before we came on the air Me and P was having a conversation About a video uh, On Facebook And the video was about uh, A fight going on inside a black church And the fight was over Some of the members felt That the the pastor Lifestyle while Members in the church or in the community Was In poverty Living in poverty Okay (laughs) Alright Yeah they living in poverty um, preacher right around In a Rolls Royce Got other cars, fancy cars and stuff like that Now As I have said Quite often before On the show I personally feel that there's something wrong with that picture right there. I I, I really do. Being that I grew up, yes, I'm going to tell you all a little bit, but I grew up in a church, okay? My father was a pastor, and I know he didn't have no big, fast, well, I can't say that, but, you know, I know... He cared more about the community his church was in Than he did about that Lincoln Continental he drove Okay, that was a nice car too Because I drove it when I got older But anyway, I digress (laughs) Uh, Now And I've said this quite often You know, a lot of times These these so-called black churches And and the argument was The guy said he was in there And they started an offering And and he started an offering at $1,000 Then he told them, well if you don't have $1,000, $300. If you don't have $300 or you don't have that kind of money, we got ATMs out there for you to go and get some money. Now, to me, see, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because, number one, why the heck you got ATMs inside a church? Okay, I, I'm sorry. That, 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 that rubs me just completely the wrong way. It really does. That tells me that you don't think that, that particular church anyway is concerned about is the mighty dollar than saving souls or what's going on in their community. Now, he has a whole different um, um, aspect of looking at this thing, but to me, I, I'm like, no, that is just completely sorry. I, I'm, I'm going to go back to my old school talking. That's just sorry. That's just sorry. All right? It, 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 it's not just um, limit to that church because I've seen other videos and, and heard of other instances where this has actually happened. It has actually happened before. And it seems to be more of an epidemic of pastors taking advantage. Oh, I'm not even going to say pastor because anybody who, who, who has fallen into that type of mentality is not a pastor. Okay, they're a pimp. And as we used to say on the show, they are a pulpit pimp. Okay, that's what I used to call them, pulpit pimps. All they want is the money. They want the money. You know, uh, anything else is not sick. Now, for all you individuals that just say, oh, Mr. Talk, you know they got to pay bills or whatever. Okay, I understand that. I understand electricity has to be on, you know, water got to be on for the nasty little kids to go wash their hands and stuff like that. I understand that. I understand that but does that really, really constitute you having two or three Rolls Royces and you know, and your congregation, your, your big old wide churches in a, a community that has uh, poverty written all over it, you know, run-down homes, no black businesses, uh, you know, things of that nature. And you're not doing anything to help make the community better except for sucking them dry of uh, uh, their money. They're hard-earned money. And let's not forget that black folk, especially black women, they love their pastors. I mean, let's just be honest about that. They love their pastors. You know, what their pastors say is gold. Pastor, My pastor said this. Pastor so-and-so said this. Well, I got to get my money ready because Pastor so-and-so said we need to get this. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look. You know, I remember I remember when I was a church man, you used to have these little committees, you know, these little groups that every so many Sundays, the groups had to turn in so much money to the church, you know, for this or for that, which is no problem. There's no problem. But if you're not giving anything back and just continue to take, 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 that is no longer a church. You are no longer a pastor. The deacons need to be replaced. The motherboard, if they got a motherboard, they need to be replaced. ourselves try when we should be helping ourselves, God dog it. Yeah, I take a breath when I said all that. That was good. anyway except for when he's up there preaching on a Sunday morning. You know, if you requested to go and see the pastor in some of these churches, it takes you three, four months to get to see him because you got to go through so many other
7: You really were. You
3: really was. You really, really was gonna get your little self together. yeah, okay, whatever. whatever. Okay, uh-huh. whatever. Anyway, we're talking about this one church, and that's the thing. You know, it, it it it's awfully uh funny, quite hysterical. How when it's a black church we get all riled up and shorts all in a bunch, you know posted on Facebook you know because asked for a thousand dollars people got in the fight. we don't know what they was fighting for have no idea he didn't say this was just this one person's take. He said that uh he said that uh if you didn't have a thousand you could give three hundred had ATM you know in the back of the church or or whatever for convenience what they want to do, and and that's how, you know, they want to give. But when our white brothers and sisters have ATMs and everything at your convenience in the church, it's not a big deal. But when we do it, when we look at the church as it is, one side is business. Only 5% is preaching. That's not even the biggest thing. Because, like you say, the bill still has to be paid. If you have an outreach ministry, you need those funds for the vans. You need gas, insurance, all of those things. And if you own your church, there's a mortgage, you know, before you can do any of that. Because if the people don't have if the, let let the congregation come in and the lights don't come on. Let the congregation want to ride to church and you tell them the van ain't got no gas. See, so before we get so quick to judge and say the black church this and the black church that, you know, let's really look at what it takes not to just run a church but to also run a business. That's the first thing, okay? The second thing is that. We don't know what those people are doing in the community because it is not publicized. It don't make the front page. You don't know whether they're supporting the poor. You don't know whether they're feeding, clothing, or doing any of that because nobody brings that to light. You don't know if they have a prison ministry where they're going and visiting individuals, where they have mission work, where they send people to other countries as our white brothers and sisters do. But you want to look at his Rolls Royce, you know, him driving around. We don't know what that man's calling is. We don't know what he's done. All we have is this one brother talking about he asked for $1,000, you know, there's an ATM in the church, so that rubs you the wrong way. Well, quit being so damn stingy you always talking about what the church ought to be doing. What about what the black community ought to be doing for our own people? We always want stuff to fall back on the church. I remember when the church was the community. If there was a need, we didn't have to go to the church. We went to Sister So-and-so, who might have been a member of the church. She called Mother So-and-so, and and if that baby didn't have no milk or that baby didn't have no diapers, the whole world didn't need to know about it. They got together. And provided for that family If that father Was out of work The community got together And provided for that Family What church meant when I was growing up See But now we've gotten away from that Because we're so individualized Oh it's all about me When the hell did it get to to be all about you When the Bible says That you're supposed to be one body when he tells you that you are supposed to be your brother's keeper, that's the real issue. If we want to tell the truth now, that's the real issue. It's all of this individualism that has come, oh, I'm just going to look, I'm just going to do me. How are you going to do you? You're supposed to be a leader of the people and caring for the people. And that's another thing. You put these people up in these pulpits, and you don't know whether they've been called, the Bible says, test the Spirit by the Spirit to see that it is of God. If it's not a righteous man, if his whole if his, his whole concern is not for souls making a difference in the community, then something is wrong in the first place. And you allowed this person to be there. And there has allowed him to be there. And you are sitting under him and receiving and accepting what he or she is saying. We want to always blame the. We always want to blame the, the 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 pastor or or the person that's in the in the pulpit. But I'm sorry, folks. You got to examine whether they've been sent by God in the first place, rather than sitting there and believing and accepting what they say. Choosing to be brainwashed, choosing to have false doctrine spit out to you, so that you can believe it. And give up your hard-earned income and sow it into bad ground because you didn't take the time to really see whether this person was up or really, or, or, or if it really was just about the money. So no, we, we, we can't generalize. No, we, 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 we can't do that because everybody is not the same. There are some pastors out there, you know, who, like in Cincinnati. Prospect Baptist Church. They wanted to put the man in jail because when, in, in 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 during the riot, he allowed the he opened up his church so people could come in and play midnight basketball, and they told him he couldn't do that because it was a curfew He said, "Yes, I can because this is the house of God." See, no notoriety. No recognition It didn't make the national news They had hot meal Food They went to Washington parks And fed the homeless people When it was freezing cold Brought them blankets Transported them to the church If they had to sleep on the floor At least they were warm And they were heated That's what we're supposed to be doing that's right. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, but see, we get yes. we get too focused because one unruly player, and we want mm. to bring all the lights to that, and then we want to generalize and say black churches. It ain't all black churches. How long are 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 you going to condemn your own self
1: till they start doing better?
3: I'm not jumping in that soup with you.
1: I don't you ain't care got what to. I'm not jumping in my own soup.
3: I, I, I don't care what they do. I don't attend that congregation, whether they're right or whether they're wrong. That's between them and whatever God they serve.
1: Well, see, now that you brought that up, see, and, and here's the thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like this, okay? I agree with you. It's not all of them. It's not all of them. It's not. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's not. But it's enough of them out there doing enough damage to our communities where that it needs to be addressed. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. I can't. you would be. you be crazy to say that it's all of them. But it's enough of them. It's enough of them. You know, I remember that show they had coming on. What was it? Lifetime, Eddie, whatever. Black Pastors of Hollywood. Remember that? I don't know. When well, you had that one. I did, watch, of- I, mean,
3: I, did, I did not. I did not watch that. I heard about it, but I can honestly yeah. say I never watched. I never watched <laughs> not one yeah. episode. So, I refuse. I refuse yeah. to because if you're you go- I feel like this. If you're going to preach the gospel of Christ, it's not a show. It is a lifestyle in holiness and righteousness. It's not something that you can uh, uh, hopscotch back and forth with. You don't get caught up in the things of this world, you know, and and deem that it's okay because who are you leading? Mm -hmm. And when your people do wrong, what are you going to say to them? Because now you've set that bad example, and the first thing they're going to say, well, Pastor, you did it.
0: Mm-hmm. This
3: is what this is what you said. So how you gonna tell me? So well, who in the world can you hold accountable? And see, what people forget is that they, at the end of the day, as it says in in Ezekiel, at the end of the day, woe unto the shepherds who have buffered my sheep. You took their wool. You didn't bind up their sores. You didn't care about them. You didn't care for them. This is the part that they forget. See. Because that is our civil duty, you know, and and the least of all things is to take care of the people that God has entrusted us with. That's what we forget. These are not our people. These are God's people. Hmm. That's the first thing that you have to understand. These are not our people. These are God's people. And at the end of the day, you will be held accountable for how you have treated them. Now, if you have Mm. done it righteously and obeyed all the commandments and did what you were supposed to do, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But, as Ezekiel said, woe unto those who didn't do that. So when I say I don't worry about I don't care about what they do because it's not for me to judge them, That is solely for God to take care of. And if they are not in the right place, if they are a tool of the enemy, oh yeah, oh yeah, everything will be exposed. It will be revealed. My focus is Mm -hmm. that my focus is is staying obedient and do what I'm supposed to do, whether anybody helps me or not, whether I make notoriety or not. Nobody has to know how many people we fed after Hurricane Michael. Nobody needs to know we was out there in the rain giving people hot plates and all that stuff. That does not matter. At the end of the day, it is seeing those people smile and happy because they what? They got a hot meal. Somebody came through for them. The Bible says what you do in secret, God, will reward you what? Hopefully. It's not for you to brag about. And that's what we miss. We just want to shine. Why? That's not what see, that's and, not and, the about.
1: And, but see, and, and you said something that was very important right there. You know, those in the community that live in their community, they know what's going on. They know what is being done and what's not being done. You see what I'm saying? So for them to, to upright and, 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 and want to confront, that means something is not going on right. It's just I don't think it's just a bunch of rebels deciding. Hey, let's go ahead and just disrupt this just because. It's not like the Hebrew Israelites are going to stand in front of the congregation and, and 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 yell out Old Testament Bible verses or nothing like that. You know? Yeah, I said, hey, nothing being done about in the community. Babies out here starving. You know. You know. So and you're right. The people in the community know. They they know. Hey, I know for a fact your ministry it does wonderful things in your community. And I'm glad to hear the one about in Cincinnati. There's one in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, that my brother was a member of, who actually offered to give federal employees loans, you know, during the shutdown. Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: yes, there are those out there that are, are are doing what they're you know they're supposed to do as per Save the Lord. But there's some other criminals out there. There's those other criminals out there, you know, that, that, that need to be uh, uh, corrected and held accountable. Simple. Simple. And, and people in the community, they know about it. They know. Woo. But anyway, oh, man, we we just, Pete, our switchboard just to lit up. You just don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, let's see let's, let, let, let's break some of these callers in and see what we have going on here. Oh my goodness. Let's see. We gonna hold oh, on, have mercy. All right. Welcome to the show, Pianki. It's been a while. What's going on? What you got?
8: Rick, I haven't talked to you in a month of Sundays. No,
1: that's that's
8: true. a good time. I'm down here in my <laughs> winter home while up there in my normal state they have an ice storm, so I don't care. Okay. Temperatures 65 and 70 But uh, I was listening to your conversation About these churches Mm -hmm. You know, it was an organization There in St. Louis That's trying to get the board of all the persons To increase a tax in order to pay for shelters Whereas these churches Which are almost on every corner In the black community They're supposed to be providing those remedies. That is why they acquire that federal tax-exempt status, because they're supposed to provide a service that people would otherwise look to, in this case, the federal government for. So absolutely right. Those churches are supposed to provide those services of providing food, shelter, and other amenities for individuals that's having a rough time. Not increase people's taxes. One thing, and you know, here in there in St. Louis, you had a group that caused two churches to lose their tax exempt status. Uh, the uh, Twilight Ministries and St. Paul something. Why? They brought it to the attention, or the IRS, that look, these buildings are not doing what is spelled out in their st- tax-exempt status. So they should be denied. And people don't know that they have the the ability, citizens have the ability to do that. So that's be some good information for you to pass on, Eric. Hello.
3: Thank you stepped away for a second, but yeah. Um but see, don't but you believe, that, don't that, you see, see that too? But, but 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 see that that's 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 the, that's the argument, Yankee. That is the argument. And like I said, if you know that that the ministry you are attending or that you are involved in is not doing what it's supposed to do, then it, it is your job to say something. It is your job to speak up. You know, however, however, when you don't, when you don't do that, and you just sit there. Then, like I said, you are a part of the problem because now you have accepted the, the 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 doctrine, or or you you know that they're spewing out. You are a part of the problem because you know that what they what they're doing isn't right. Okay, you know they know you know that what they're doing isn't right. So where well, I agree with you. If if, yes. if you if you if you continue to sit there. Don't complain
8: about it Yeah Don't
3: you're right People have, well, you have,
8: well you have Go Organizations that are operating in the public The way churches are And they're not Paying taxes to the local school district They're not paying taxes Whatsoever because people that contribute To the church is allowed to Deduct that amount contributed as a charitable Reduction right. off their income tax Exactly and if they don't have that ability to issue people that voucher or whatever you want to call it for the amount of money that they contributed, people won't yeah, contribute.
3: It's, it's, yeah, it's it's some people. Some people won't. Yeah, some people won't. That is exactly true. And then that gets back down to it all being about the money on both sides. But like I said, you cannot give a lot. And like I said, I'm not I'm not worried about what those folks do. You know, because we we are accountable first of all to our own self and that which we have been entrusted with. You know, so if if, if they don't, at the, at, like I said, at the end of the day, if, if they're not doing what what is supposed to be done, they still they still got to answer the same God that they say that they serve and the same one that they're still going to have to answer regardless of what they think, regardless of what they believe, regardless of how they try to spin it. You know, because you were entrusted with. You know, the lesser one, so to speak. What did you do to alleviate their suffering? What did you do to make their lives better? And if you can't really say that you did anything to make their lives better, like it says in Ezekiel, that you just buffered the seek, you know, you just took their wool and gave nothing back, then, oh, well, woe unto you because you, you're in trouble. You're in trouble.
8: Well, that is the way it is in many cases. I know one area— If you start at the corner of Page and Sarah, you go down three blocks, one, two, three. Then you go east, one, two, three, four blocks. Then back over three, then back up four blocks. That's 12 square blocks. Well, actually, it's not 12 square blocks, but it's one, two, three, three long, four long blocks, and and three blocks wide. You know how many churches in that little area? Me and my grandson counted one day. What is or was 32 churches? 32. Wow. That is totally re- Well, I don't say it's ridiculous, but I tell you what, it's something to make you open your eye. Then you look at all the problems that's going on in the community with people begging and, you know, standing at the red light, begging for money and so on and so on. Well, that should not be. If you have that many institutions that's supposed to be addressing the problems of people who are down on their luck But anyway I just wanted to put that in there
1: Well thank you sir I do appreciate that And that's some good stuff right there um, You know I'll just look it up The Harper Institute database lists more than 1300 Protestant and evangelical churches In the United States We talk about mega churches now And according to to that data, approximately 50 churches on the list have attendance ranging from 10,000 to 47,000 members. So that's a lot of members. That's a lot of members, you know, for, now, now it's not broken down by demographics or anything like that. But that's a lot of mega churches for a lot of our communities being the condition they are. But let me go ahead and bring Joe into the conversation. All right, Joe, you have the floor. What's going on?
9: Hello, my flock. I am Apostle <laughs> Pulpit from the Church of Holy Message. And I'd like to quote scripture today, <laughs> Proverbs, by saying, and I quote, Woe be unto the one on February 11th, 2019, who pisses peace Sloan Ross off. Okay. Oh, well, that joke went over really well. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, it did,
9: didn't it? Yeah, ah. like a lead balloon. <laughs> ah. Where where's Pete Ross? I bet she didn't even hear me.
1: Oh, see, she heard. you, I'm sure. Uh. She hurt. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because
9: so Pete All got right. pissed off, so I thought I'd kid her about it. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> nah. You ain't pissed off, trust me. But anyway, what, what you got, Joe?
9: No, nothing. i was just listening and, um, you know, talking about responsibilities of the church. Well, the church does have a lot of responsibilities. When I was being raised Catholic, and I don't know if I remember this from when I was a kid or after I, um, you know, graduated high school, but there was always, you know, the church is always bragging about how the flock should always take care of each other and take care of everybody in the world. But yet, when a homeless person would land up on the steps of the church, the priest would always say, "Get the hell out of here."
3: Not everybody, ah. you know? Not everybody.
9: Well, uh, maybe not everybody, but enough of the uh, the Catholic churches uh, did that.
3: Oh, you talking about the Catholic church? I don't yeah. know anything about. I don't know anything about the Catholic church. I, I can't tell you.
9: Hey, did you hear me when I got on the air?
3: No, I wasn't on.
9: Ah, I was on a phone call. I
3: was on another phone call. I had you muted.
9: I'm sorry. Because I came on the air, and I was listening to you, and I was listening to Eric, and I Uh said, Uh I'm I'm Apostle Pulpit, and I have a message from the Proverbs, um, and I said, woe be unto anyone February 11th who pisses Pete Sloan Ross off. Because you were getting all kinds of riled up about, um, you know, about the kind of incriminations that are being pointed at the churches not not uh, not doing their thing. So I thought I'd make a joke about it. But, um, again, the joke went straight into the river. <laughs> like a lead balloon and went, all right, forget it. Never
1: mind. Look, he no tried way. it the second time and it still didn't work. Yeah, it is, nah,
9: I'm going to give up my career as a stand-up.
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs>
9: yeah, I get more applause that way than I do I do it there. Hey, get me off the stage! Yeah, 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 yeah. You bombed on that one. You bombed on that one. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: let me bring let me bring Chris in from Chicago. All right, welcome to the show, Chris. What you got for me?
10: Well, I just I I just uh, I think this. There's a lot of craziness right now, right i mean i I feel like that's what everyone is just revolving around chaos, and that kind of deviates from the normalcy that we try to actually have and move forward in our lives as individuals. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if that correlates with any of you What? yeah uh,
9: general no chaos no people people no yeah. people
10: keep people keep doing crazy things. And we see that stuff. We see craziness all the time. You see black people hating white people and white people hating black people and everyone's all fighting each other all the time. I'm just saying, like, that's not a good way to move forward if you're actually trying to, you know, live a decent life, trying to fight everybody all the time. So I, I don't know. Do you guys have any opinion on that? Like everyone's trying to fight everybody all the time for no apparent reason. I mean, we can debate whether or not there's reasons, but
1: you, you know what, Chris? I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that that kind of goes into what what the show is basically about. I, I'm I am glad you brought that up. Uh, you're right. There's a whole lot of chaos going on right now, especially when when with when, with mainstream media. And social media, you know, there's there's really nothing that can be done out there that's not being posted or seen that would cause people to get up in an uproar about um, things like the blackface um, situation going on in Virginia. Uh, uh, what's that girl named? Candace? Candace? What's her name, Pete? Candace?
0: Candace
3: Owens. Candace
1: Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, her, her little thing about natural naturalism. You know, and Cory Booker, you know, he made a statement that, you know, maybe white folk just don't understand black folk and why they get upset about black faith. And, and you know, it, it, it just, it doesn't get started. And I think, and me and P was talking about this earlier, um, um, it's it, 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 it just a conversation that needs to be had. And maybe that would help alleviate some of the, the chaos that, that is caused when these things are presented. In the way that they're presented, because there's no understanding, uh, or, or I, don't, I don't want to say acceptance, but there's no understanding as far as you know why people are doing what they're doing, and, and why others are being getting so upset about it. You know, I, I like to use the analogy of, of the thing with the Lion King, the monkey and Simba going back home. When the monkey hit Simba on the head, and Simba say, "Why are you hit me?" The monkey say, "Why? It doesn't matter. It Was in the past. Not that you forget." But it was in the past. Move on. You know? And, and when you when the to uh, society today, you, they're going back finding things 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And you look at it, why are we getting so uh, upset now? It, it, it was in the past. And, and a lot of times I think the problem is we try to live in the past too much for too long when we need to be working on the present and the future. With that being said, it, 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 <laughs> I said a lot did then, but you know, but you know, and that brings me to the first clip I'm going to play with Candace Owens when she made the statement about a nationalism. Now, if you remember, before, um, 45 did a did a rally in Houston, I think, where he said I was a nationalist. and boy, did people get me all bent out of shape. What do you mean in that is he racist? But I understood what he was trying to say. Well, Candace Owens, she, she did a little statement, and she mentioned Hitler,
6: and everybody
1: got upset about that as well. But I'm going to play this. It's only about a minute long. So you can listen to the way she explained it, and then we can discuss, discuss
11: it. All right? So, here it is. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually don't have any problems at all with the word nationalism. I think that it gets uh, – the definition gets poisoned. Um, by uh, leaders that actually want globalism, globalism is what i what i don 't want so when you think about whenever we say nationalism, the first thing people think about in at least in America is Hitler. you know he was a national socialist, but if Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay, fine. The problem is is that he wanted he had dreams outside of Germany he wanted to globalize, he wanted everybody to be German, everybody to be speaking German, everybody to look a different way that 's not to me that 's not nationalism um so I, and thinking about how it could go bad down the line, I don't really, I don't really have an issue with nationalism. I really don't. I think that it's okay. It's important to retain your your country's identity and to make sure um, that what's happening here, which I think is incredibly worrisome in terms of the, just the the decrease in the birth rate that we're seeing um, in the UK, is what you kind of want to avoid. So I'm not, I don't have anything problem. I have no problems with nationalism. It's globalism that I try
10: to avoid. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, that's the whole, that's yeah, everything that she said was absolutely true. And, and that's the, that's the entire thing that, uh, I think that's the problem is that, um, they're trying to, uh, separate people based on their skin color and all these other different belief systems Mm -hmm. and nonsense. Exactly. And that ends up, and that ends up making people hate each other, even though they're, you know, I I cannot find a, a single American that actually gives a crap about this country. I cannot find a single American that doesn't want American people not to thrive, and you can talk about white and black people, gay or straight people, whatever the moment that someone says that the the huge industry and the huge ideals that we've actually implemented post World War two uh taking on the you know police uh the policing. <laughs> which a bunch of countries signed on to. Um, that's why the, uh, oh, what was it called? United Nations. Yeah, why that was formed? The uh-huh. the whole point of that was that before that we had the uh, League of Nations, and that failed and fell quickly because there was no moral uh, leader. And then you came to America post-World War II. America did not want to intervene in World War II at all. And then and the not? Japanese bombed <laughs> the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, and then we had no choice. And then we stepped in, and we helped the Russians, and we stepped in front of uh, the Russians in Berlin. And that was the beautiful thing about it, was we also didn't agree with the Russians. We didn't agree with communism. We didn't agree with socialism. And we took our place in history where. <laughs> Oh, that was so beautiful. Okay, you're tripping, boy. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought I thought, huh? I thought it was hung up on. I'm sorry. Okay. But no the the but that was the beauty of it is that we don't agree with Hitler's socialism or Mussolini's socialism or uh I'm sorry, what was his what was That's his changing. version of it? Yes. <laughs> And we didn't agree with the Japanese totalitarianism in their empire. And we didn't agree with a bunch of these other different things. And that's why uh, I don't care what your skin color is. If you are American, you are American. And we don't agree with these totalitarian ideals. And (laughs) the moment that you crack with that um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all these crazy people talking about socialism, the Bernie Sanders, the moment that you agree with that is the moment that you – completely negate the entirety of what this country was built on, which is, screw the majority, the minority always has rule. And so, when you forget that, then you don't really have a national identity. Now you're just bleeding into, you know, you're just a blob. A blob of a stupid idea.
8: Well, the United States agreed with Britain's empire,
10: no, we did not. That's why we fought them. That's what the entire that's what the Revolutionary War was about. No, we do not. We we did not agree with no, them. No, I'm
12: not we talking like about them.
8: the Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War was, was about the fact it had to do with taxation and, and other things. I mean, the, the Revolutionary War, uh, when you had the Haitians uh, fight with uh, George Washington at Savannah along with the French, that was about a different thing. But during Britain is coming out of World War One, their imperialistic stance that they had around the world. The United States didn't talk against that because Britain was an ally. <laughs> but the, well, that, no, well, it's nothing
10: well, wrong with people having nationalistic. No, there's nothing wrong with people
8: having nationalistic tendencies. Malcolm X had them. Hey, I, in a way. Heavens, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Your nationalism is a, is a United States citizen.
10: Yeah, but the, but after World War One, there was a reason that the United States was hesitant to get into World War Two because they didn't want to put a target on their back. But after World War no, II, I didn't say
8: that. I said that. I said that's what Britain took up. Itself, You know, there was the old saying that the sun never sets on Britain's territory. It's because it colonized all around the world until in the 50s when she had to start giving that up, giving countries their independence. But up until then, you know, France yeah. said nothing about it. The United States said nothing about it. It's politics. Politics is what they are.
10: What, what I'm talking about is why. In the Second World War, why? America didn't Mm -hmm. want to intervene. And I completely respect that. I respect why they didn't want to intervene.
0: Mm -hmm. Because who Mm -hmm. in
10: the right, who in the right mind would want to intervene with a bunch of crazy people fighting each other? And it wasn't until the Japanese attacked Pearl harbor that America hopped into the battle. Because in the Western Hemisphere, Nobody's coming here to fight us. There's no way. We can shoot their missiles down from across the sea.
0: Hey, Eric. Yes. Did you
9: put me in the green room?
1: Okay. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry.
10: Very fine. No, I just think that's I think that's important to understand that. Because when you talk about Americans, you're not talking about a lineage of one people, you're talking about a lineage of several different people who came together to make this whole thing work. And it's not working very well right now because we have crazy people <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I think I think it's important to understand that before this past decade there was a common respect that you work your butt off you thrive, and you survive, and you work your butt off. More importantly than anything, you work your butt off, and you will make it here. And then in this past decade or two, you had people, and you have people like uh, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez saying that they want to stop cow farts and give money to people who are unwilling to work. And that's where everything kind of turns sour where that's absolute socialism. I'm pretty sure we've already exemplified this stuff. In Soviet Russia, we did in, um, uh, what was it, Cambodia, (laughs) Venezuela. We already did in all these places, and it it doesn't work. You cannot respect, you cannot expect people to have production when they have no expectation of production at all. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I think that's an important Element to take into account Well you know
8: the times That we're living through now
10: well, Actually mm-hmm.
8: it's good If I could get this out Eric Because right. you're beginning to see The attitude And the thoughts that Lies within segments Of the population uh, Like these New analogies like uh, Harris and the things That she's talking about like uh, Cartes and Her wanting to tax the rich And so on And so wanting to do away with commercial airplanes Wanting to do away with uh, commercial ships Because of talking about the pollution The world is supposed to end in 12 years Eric, I don't know if you know that Uh, The advent of Donald Trump Has made it possible for people to come out And expose themselves So you can see the real inner thinking That they have uh, either they're to one extreme or the other. It's very, very interesting what I am observing.
9: And not only that about Cortez and her green deal, she and her advisor deny that they ever published that green deal. But I went and I found the old copy on her on her website about the uh, the little. Well, she calls the FAQ, but she naturally the details about what her particular plan is. But I kind of think she made up that plan without the approval of Pelosi, and they had to take it down. But she has a crazy agenda.
10: A lot of point when it comes to Gil uh, Cortez is that she cannot actually defend her position. I mean, myself, I'm more than happy to debate her in public. It's not hard to do. She, she lost It's been a very political move where they lie all the time in the age where now we can fact check them in real time. Literally, you take any statement they make, any claim that they make, and you type it into Google, you can find that they're lying. And that has made it very difficult for the Democratic Party. And uh, Alexandria Cortez lies all the time. And she she tried to backstep a little bit, like yeah, every time I'm called out on something I was wrong about, I'll just uh, you know, just apologize for, you know, being, being, you know, I I, I don't know, being.
9: Actually, a I don't liar. even blame her for, for what she feels.
10: No, I don't blame her neither.
8: Because you know who fool. you blame? I do. Yeah, the I do blame her. <laughs> no, you can't blame her. You know who you blame? You got to blame the people that voted for her. Yeah, too. That's where it lies. Yeah. That's where in lies the ignorance.
10: No, I I, I blame oh. her ninety percent, and I blame her her voters ten percent because her voters are just stupid people. She lied knowingly, and that's why I blame her.
9: No, she doesn't lie knowingly. She's yes, she, she does. Uh, she was she was
10: not
9: what,
1: what, you think she see, was not minute, lying? Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, a minute. wait, wait, wait. wait. Because now, see, we've been getting in a whole different um, territory here. When, when, when we start speaking of lying knowingly or alternative
10: facts and what have you. I think, she wrote the uh, Green uh, New Deal. Do you think she wasn't lying the entire time? About what? About the Green New Deal. She lied. She knew she was lying when she made that. That's why everybody called her out on it.
8: Well, the thing is, is that she I mean, said the things that people... Yeah, you're right, Eric. Right. tell them she say the things that people want to hear in order for right. her to take get the position she wants to achieve. Uh-huh. Yes, and, and I think it's
0: but but I what you They all do, do
8: it. Look at Hillary. When She's they like, go to the churches,
0: the we come bad. too far
8: yeah. to turn around now. Yeah. Yeah, but those are those are professional yeah.
9: politicians. This is a twenty nine year old girl who was a bartender who just got out of college. She's the product of the university for the liberals impl- um implanting these ideas into these uh, into these students' heads. She actually believes that in twelve years the planet's gonna die. Oh uh, she's a
10: lie and know. And well, I think that she knows yeah. that she's lying. Well, you think well, she's you
9: lying, know, I think she's not so there's a point Well, there. you know what no, Well, she might know she's
8: it, lying She's just doing it for advantage She, she knows did, she's but lying yeah.
1: But isn't, isn't that Isn't that a part of The quote-unquote nationalism Feeling that, you know She feels this is her country And, and you know, those that voted her
10: In office, you know
1: no, 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 not really.
10: Not really. No, no, no. A nationalist will do everything they can to maintain the nation. She, she has advisors on staff. She is paying people to advise her, and she is lying. She is lying, and there are several different YouTube videos and, like, people fact-checking her all the time, and she lies more than she tells the truth. So I'm I think not she's worried lying about... about
9: the fact that she had that um, statement up there. I think she's lying that she pulled it down. But this, but to her ideals again. She's only 29. So this is the first time as a politician. If she could be a natural born liar. But the well, only could, reason she that she, she, could she could got be. into but that political being that she's the first time politician. She. Those ideals of her are too crazy for somebody yep. to be lying about <laughs> she has to the be only
10: reason that she is a politician is because she is a liar,
8: well, yeah, but she <laughs> lies because she lies because that's what people want to hear. To go out I know. People want
10: to hear an uncomfortable, I a mean, uh, comfortable tr- uh, falsehood over a comfortable, an tr- uh, un- uncomfortable truth. Well, yeah, it's I not uncomfortable
8: that. to them, and you must include that when you make mm-hmm. references to her lying. Why I is she I more li- than
10: have to make a hundred references. <laughs> she is a liar, and she's... she knows that she's lying, and she only lied so that she got into that office.
8: <laughs> no, well, that's that was her attempt, and I tell you what, it worked. Of course that's it works that's
10: because that's people that's tend to be that's stupid. That's basically the
3: bottom line. It works. She's
8: there. That's the way. The, the big problem is, is why come American citizens don't have enough gumption to understand that what this person is talking about is not reasonable, or she just downright lying to you.
10: Well, they, well, this goes back. This goes back a few thousand years to Socrates. And he, and his reasoning, uh, saying that democracies cannot work because 51% cannot tell 49% what to do. And his reasoning was that people are stupid. So whether they're voting for your opinion or against your opinion, most people are stupid. So they're not actually informed on what they're voting on. And and, and he even uh, he he introduced an idea where people need to like take a test. <laughs> To, for even the right to vote he he had this idea that you need to take a test on uh the people that you're voting for's position to even fucking i'm sorry <laughs> I'm not trying to curse uh,
9: to even yeah,
10: actually advocate for them to be a- in a in a position of power so it's it's ridiculous to me that the people in New York and you've had uh campus reform you've had all these different people go into the depths of uh Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, you've gone into her district <laughs> and you asked the people what they thought, and they literally had no idea what she actually stood for. They just knew that she was on social media, and that she was a presentable face, and that's all. <laughs> so she doesn't actually stand on anything. She does, she, and every time she well, has the opportunity well, to defend her position, yeah, she did she say vocal. some
8: things that that was popular when she talked about oh, billionaires yeah. and rich people that there. It properly has always been. It has yeah. always been
1: always that
8: ability be. yeah. to put mm-hmm. one side against the other. Some people yeah. are not satisfied where they are for whatever the reason is. We, you know, we can give a hundred reasons, but when people reach a certain point in their life and they're not where they think they should be and they look at somebody else, they have this animosity.
10: That, that's fine, but these people make over $10 million a year, 70%, and you have to understand, even at a basic economic level, that the reason these people stay in this country is because there's incentive. The moment that you remove their incentive, like taking 70% of their wealth every year, they don't need to be here anymore. They can go move over to Moldova. They can go live in, you know, who cares, the Cayman Islands. They don't need to do anything money-worthy in this country anymore. And what she's trying to do is put a bunch of money that, once again, this is socialism, a bunch of money Mm -hmm. that her and her constituents did not earn, they didn't work for, they didn't think of to make money, and they're trying to give it to people who don't do anything. And that was all very clearly planned out in her Green New Deal when she said that the unwilling need to have a basic annual income. I mean that's that's what she said. I'm not lying about that. She did that.
9: Yeah, she was talking about it, even though those unwilling to work. Governor the governor of um, of New York, he spelled it out yeah. perfectly. They had a clip on uh, one of the shows the other day, and he said himself taxing the rich, which he wants to do, doesn't work because the people are leaving New York in droves.
10: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people left Illinois in droves We had 30,000 people leaving in one year And we don't even have a lot of people <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i trying to move to Maine From Ilo- uh, East Central Illinois And I'm not even going to step foot In New York I will get a passport to drive through Canada Because New York is well, so Well, I'll tell you insane. what You
8: get up to Maine You ain't going to like it up there <laughs> That's a crazy, another crazy handy. place <laughs> <laughs> Do
10: what? Yeah That's
8: another crazy uh. liberal place
10: no. no, 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 no. I'm not going to be nice to the people of Maine either. No, I, I wasn't nice when I was in Illinois, and I'm not going to be nice in Maine. If I go to Maine, I'm going to run for a political position or sheriff or something.
1: That's amazing. And a I'm going to win
10: because they don't really have an opportunity because Maine is the a, like a guy Vermont. can
9: actually run as a socialist and actually get elected.
10: No, I'm not a socialist. <laughs> I'm not talking
9: about you. I'm talking about Bernie Sanders.
10: Oh no 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 no! He, no, Bernie Sanders has a nice little cushion because he has a bunch of Democrats and socialists and kind of land with a bunch of white people, and he gives them their guns. There are little to no gun laws in Vermont. <laughs>
8: Well, look that's at Illinois, stable- just the opposite. It is though- Illinois is stupid. If I could drive out of Missouri, I got to put my gun in my trunk to go through Illinois.
10: Yeah, you got to disassemble your gun, put it in your <laughs> trunk, and make sure that you have no firing pin. Make sure you keep that in your fucking drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, no, it's not the same thing. And Bernie Sanders and his multi-million butthole stuff that he's doing, he will never understand that. And that's why he should not be president. But <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, yeah, no. If I get to Maine I'm gonna get a couple rifles. I'll, I'll go find a few pistols here and there. And uh, yeah, it's not. People don't understand this stuff because you can go to Arizona or Idaho but and it's not a problem. It,
1: isn't it? Isn't it interesting how how no matter what conversation we we, we hop into, there's there's these labels that's there. Socialism, nationalism. You know, and I do believe that that is one of the biggest problems we have in this country. We have to be, we, in order for us to, to listen to someone or, or agree with them, they have to, like, fall or fall under whatever we consider a, a good label, I guess you can say, whatever our label is, or beliefs. And for us to have a belief, we have to put a label on it. But the bottom line is, if, if all these labels are calling, causing so much chaos, um, why even go through that? Listen to what the folks have to say. In this case, the the young lady, because I know her name, I just can't pronounce it because my brain ain't working that fast right now. You know,
9: I like her <laughs> name.
1: Some, sometimes sometimes you have to look at it and say, okay, this is out there. But why is this out there? Is it out there as a distraction? Is it out there because they actually believe it? Is is it out there to satisfy a base? You know, like like well, uh, yeah. young lady, like the young lady in Minnesota.
10: The 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 Are you talking about the senator in Minnesota? Huh? Are you talking about the senator in Minnesota in Minneapolis?
1: Yeah, the representative.
8: Yeah. The uh, lady that's a Muslim. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I, she, okay. So she I actually... illegally...
1: I actually watched a documentary on her, her as she went through her election process to get elected to the Minnesota uh, uh, legislature. and you know, it was interesting because it was more of no matter what she said, there was always some, there's always something that was found wrong with. you know now now see, she has hit something that, that um, as in this country, Mr. Smith in America is not going to tolerate. Is saying anything against Israel, you know, and that's just the way it is. They will not condone anything negative against being said against Israel. I don't care. I did a story a couple of um, what month, about a month ago, about a teacher who quit working because they wanted her to sign an anti-boycott agreement that she wouldn't um, boycott Israel or join any groups that would. Oh, so yeah, as yeah. I said before, as I said before, when, when you start looking at these things, you know, yeah, on the surface it looks like one thing, but sometimes, well, all the time, you need to go behind and dig into it and find out what is really going on, you know, because honestly, yeah. there there was a lot of there were a lot of individuals that were against her even running, you know, she was running against a Sudanese guy and he wouldn't even back her, you know, for her to get. Get to the election day almost So, you know, you, you have to look at All this stuff, and, and I think It just goes back to always, like I always Say, once you start throwing labels On stuff, and, and people The American Citizen Hooks on to Labels and keywords I guess that's what I'm looking for You know, if, if it's a label They acknowledge that label that's what the, where they're going. Whether they they're looking into whether you know it, it's valid or not, they don't care. Like you say, I'm a Republican, you're a Democrat. Then automatically, we're against each other. But we may actually believe in the same thing, or uh,
5: well, the no, same no, thing. No.
1: But because no hold no no, on, no listen now. But because we have placed those labels, we have had those labels placed on us. Automatically, the defensive mode goes up, and we feel like. We are against each other. But if we sit down and have a conversation, we may actually find out we believe in the same thing. And we're really not either one of them. You know, we're humans trying to live in a better place.
10: Well, that's my whole thing, but that's all all I'm talking about. If you hold yourself as American before you call yourself black or straight or whatever, you know, yeah, I, I, I I will stand beside you and defend this country. And uh, yeah, but the thing, but the thing about that chick from uh, Minneapolis who calls herself Muslim, uh, she illegally married her brother to get here. And there is a doctrine of Islam that I hope a few of you, I'm not saying everyone that's listening is going to look this up, but it's called taqia, Taqiyya, T A Q I Y Y A. It means that basically uh, there is an information package in Quran and uh, the people that. Push that stuff The doctrines Like the crazy You know People that like Push the stuff uh, It's a doctrine That says That you can lie To non-Muslims In a Non-Muslim Majority country Alright That's Takiyah So she is Clearly lying (laughs) She is lying Well
1: actually Well actually That wasn't her brother You know That's what they tried to say But it wasn't her brother It was someone She was dating And they were supposed To get married And they actually It's It's it, I tell you, go go uh, on. You um, not YouTube, Netflix. It's a documentary on her Netflix, and I highly recommend you you take a look at that. And and it um uh, um depicts her, her her whole journey into before she you know, during her election uh, for the Minnesota I, legislature, I'm more, and I'm more I than think
10: happy, you'll get a better I'm understanding. So, I more so than to do so, huh? but can to constituency? To understand that when Muslims are living in non-Muslim majority countries, that they are actually encouraged to lie to non-Muslims. Okay, that's actually their doctrine. It's encouraging. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. um Since since we we done, we done ran on onto this topic here, I want to play this clip by Corey Booker. Well, before I do, um, P, is there anything you want to add before we we hit this? Um,
10: Clip by Cory Booker. No no no. Cory Booker. No no, Cory Booker, the guy that took millions of dollars from Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and gave it to his friends and that was actually dedicated to uh, the public schools and he just gave it to his friends for composition? By Cory Booker? Spark it? Okay, here's a clip by Cory Booker,
1: y'all. Check it out and we'll talk about what he hits great. And so how do
6: we get to a point where we can start having the conversation without people falling into a defensive crouch? Because sometimes when folks want to tell the truth about something, they fear speaking the truth or talking to people about what they don't understand. I- I've had conversations with white friends of mine this week who just had the safety that come to me and ask me, I-, I don't understand this blackface thing. Can you explain it to me? Imagine in this climate now saying that publicly. Imagine, put yourself, one to have more courageous empathy, put yourself in a white person's position who might have questions. Look, I grew up in high school in the 80s, man, and, and uh, it was a homophobic environment. I got to college, and I, I started working as a volunteer. I eventually ran the organization. It's an organization called The Bridge at Stanford. It's a crisis hotline. Anybody calling call in with any problem. We have suicide calls, sexual assault calls. But I'm a young kid, and, and I didn't know these issues. And I started getting these calls from people who are struggling with coming out. And I started hearing these stories. Of, of pain and anguish, of hurt and fear. And I still remember a guy, I never remember his name, his name was Daniel, and and he was a gay and lesbian counselor there, and he sat down with me one night and just gave me a safe space to ask him questions. What grace he extended to me to ask stupid questions of a guy that was not woke <laughs> about LGBTQ issues. But because of that honest conversation, I saw my ignorances, and I grew Thank God he gave me a pathway to redemption. we got to tell the truth, but we, all of us, black, white, gay, straight, we've got to start extending grace to each other so we can have honest conversations and leave room for growth. All
1: right. Man, that was something he was talking in our, um, and, you know, he, he said some interesting, you know, conversation, it, and that's what I'm uh, that saying. Go ahead. Spartacus
9: yeah is he the one that um um said i'm uh, this is i i'm Spartacus moment yeah, yeah, yeah that's him huh okay. thank you so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: look you got me thinking about the movie Oh, the movie is <laughs> <great>. <laughs> yeah,
9: but um so like you said a, a simple
1: conversation, uh, a conversation an honest conversation you know I understand. Well, we lost Chris, okay. But um, the conversation, you know, let's think about this. You know, we all have different views. We have different beliefs. But does that mean we can't sit down and have a conversation and and understand what the other person uh, feels or going through or thinks? And maybe, just maybe, maybe, okay, you find out that you have more in common than you have more than you have, uh, you know, uh, opposed to each other. But but we don't get to that point. Hey, Joe, being you, I mean, they think about it. A lot of times we disagree. Sometimes we agree. Right? But that comes from having a conversation. Correct? But before you get to that point, you have to to open up. Uh, Say what? (laughs) You're talking too (laughs)
9: rational now to actually have Oh, that's what I'm
1: doing?
9: (laughs) Yeah. you stop it? This isn't. This isn't the right time for have people have an intelligent conversation.
1: <laughs> What's the title of the show, Joe?
9: Uh, Mr. Talk.
1: <laughs> no, they ain't the title of the
0: show.
9: no. <laughs> and to, you know, people actually sat down. They would actually um, resolve some issues, and that can't be done. That was the egos of the human species. People have to. Has to wage war on other people simply because their egos are involved, their misperceptions are involved, then debtors are involved, but a resolution come on you're talking you're talking earthly nonsense because you're making sense, so please no more no more making sense all right come on no more making
0: sense no more making sense on, <laughs> on earth
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my. Wow! Dang it! I thought that's what it was all about—making sense so we can understand each other better and cut all this old nonsense out. But then again, maybe that's—that's that's what it's all about: the chaos and the nonsense, or as my co-hosts like to say, the programming and conditioning that is often um, done to keep us at each other's throat.
9: Well, she's right, exactly.
1: huh?
9: She's right. Oh, getting back.
3: <laughs> exactly. And and that is exactly what it is. And that is the whole purpose for placing labels on you at a young age as soon as possible. Because if we don't know, if, if if they don't know what box you fit in, then they don't know how to mold you and shape you into into the thinking that they need you to have as an adult. See, so that's why when someone mm-hmm. comes along and, and disrupts the apple cart, they got to get rid of them. Oh, no, you messing up our program. What are you doing? You know, that, that that's not allowed. You know, you're not allowed to think for yourself. You're not allowed to think outside the box.
9: Hmm. And I can yeah. tell you, when I was yeah. going to college, um, I was asking questions. And when I went to, uh, to talk to the professor, this guy actually says to me, you know, you're asking too many questions in the class. He wanted me not to ask as many questions. And I said, I thought that's what we were all about.
0: No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you ask questions that they because they, they can't ask answer. Questions.
9: Yeah. Because as as we all know, the dumbing down stems from the universities. They have these exactly. professors that that are there to put to make sure you stay inside the box. They want to identify you as that box. And they want to mold mm. you to stay inside the box so that they can use you. All we are are mm. worker drones with uh, with sheepskin certificates.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I, I never heard it like that.
9: So uh, not, yeah. I mean, we all, Who goes to college unless you have money, right? Just to get an education. You go to college to get certain skills so that you can become employable enough to make money. That mm-hmm. means that you're saving corporations time and money. Um, and, and personally, um, I wouldn't even look at a person's degree anymore. I would just give them tests as they're applying for the job to find out if they're actually intelligent as opposed to um, the good marks that they have. I want a thinking person, not a parrot. But we, uh-huh. and around the world, we, um, well, I'm not going to say we, the universities train you to get the certificate uh-huh. so that you can apply for a job, so that you can maintain the um, uh, the commerce okay. that's going oh. on in that nation.
0: Okay.
3: And that is another reason why critical thinking was taken out of the school.
9: I like to know hmm. when it was first put in because I keep asking people, Name <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, we we <laughs>
3: actually actually I actually took critical thinking.
9: so well, I in don't, college I don't in, Not in high school. I bet in college, but not in high school.
3: Yeah.
9: Right. Yeah. yeah. Because I I I wish somebody would answer this question for me. Name you one high school in America that actually has logic or critical thinking as a formal course. None. Right. And if logic and critical thinking is the basis, But isn't logic and critical thinking the basis of thinking?
3: It's supposed to be.
9: And are isn't it, is it the school's responsibility? Well, yes, yes, yes,
3: yes, Joe, yes, yes, yes. There was, yes, there was. There, was? there were oh, there were, uh, magnet schools in 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 Cincinnati mm-hmm. uh, that that were based on critical thinking. But I don't know if those exist
7: anymore. Uh, I, it, it, yeah, it,
9: it, it was. Oh, it really? Was. okay. Well, was. at least there's one. It was. It was. But, but can yes, you? I but remember that. My my particular theory is is that if the if the responsibilities um, of a school are to make you think, then if they're not teaching you the basis of thinking, logic, and critical thinking, and if they're being funded by the government then isn't the government responsible for making us stupid?
3: Pretty much.
0: Yeah. And because
3: wants- they, design, mm-hmm. they design what's being taught in the schools and in what schools and in what areas, what is available, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to
3: those constituents that live in that community and what and what won't be available. Furthermore... Um, the actual ability for those teachers to teach adequately you know those those students you know so and that was part of the reason why they came up with a grading system you know for for the schools, but if you notice, you know all of the d schools were in the poor poor community,
0: mm.
3: you know, so those schools began to get what shut down, then they came up with the plan for for the magnet schools or this uh, uh, voucher program or, or whatever you, you want to call it, and then uh, charter schools or whatever, and you have to have an application, you know, to enroll. Well, now an education is no longer guaranteed to your child because, if you you, you know, if, if they say, well, your child's unteachable, they have a behavior problem, mm-hmm. and we're, we're expelling them from school. And so now they don't even have a school to go to. And if the parents are not educated enough to 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 understand the, the online process, guess what? Those children don't get an education.
9: Yeah, well, we charter running, schools, school choice is running a good assemble,
8: thing. Making sure that um,
3: do any say, education what, at all. What did you say, P. Anki? I didn't hear you.
8: I said school choice is a good thing where parents can put their children where they want to be.
3: Right, right. It was it 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 definitely is. But what what most people don't realize is that with school choice, there's only a limited number of applications. See that's well. That's, no, I'm saying with school
8: choice where you the parents choose their school, and the money mm-hmm. follows the child to the school.
3: <clears throat> well, it's supposed- cause. Uh, it's supposed to. That's that's the theory, T Yankee, but it don't always work that way. Because there is Now you know in Missouri. That, that is that is the that is the formula that the money is supposed to um, follow the child because there's a certain amount of money you know that each school gets for the number of full time pupils that are there. Yeah, um, and, you and, know in
8: Missouri. I mean,
3: uh uh-huh.
8: In Missouri, the law says that. The textbooks, the the instructional material, and the curriculum is left up to the community. The state and the state board of education can't mandate them to do anything. And that's a good thing. Louisiana is similar, too. I couldn't uh, find none on Illinois.
9: Well, remember, Bianca, you and I were going to have a conversation about that. Here's the thing.
8: Yeah, I I found the law in Missouri and just got through finding the one in uh
9: in Louisiana. But the thing is they they can maybe choose their own textbooks and instructional materials but at, but they um the students still have to conform to the minimal standard of Yeah, that's right. Test. So which means that the school that, in order to remain accredited can't just pick up and um pick a course if they really want because if they if they're, if their students don't pass the regents, then they lose their accreditation. So in in effect it's like saying we can give you a driver's license, and we're not—we're not going to restrict you from driving anywhere. But you have to have insurance, which means if you don't buy insurance, you can't have a license. Which means, as an analogy to this, yes, you can take any programs like it's like uh, uh what's his name? Henry Ford said you can—the consumer can buy any any car, any color they want, as long as long it's black. Long as black, huh? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: you know? Wow, that's kind of crazy. And right. speaking of that, about um, school choice and, and parents and stuff, let's look at th- this article right here. Um, this young man um, is suing his parents because they gave birth to him. Oh, I'm
9: glad you brought that up. Uh,
3: it, he, This young man, his name is Raphael Samuel. He's 27 years old and he believes in. Anti-natalism. Yep. And That is basically the, philo- the, the philosophical theory that parents don't have a moral standing to bring an unwitting child into the world. <laughs>
9: but, you know what, <laughs> so it sounds... Um...
3: So in other words, you know, you don't know if I wanted to come here or not. So... Why did you bring me here? And then on top of that, it wasn't the ideal environment for me to be in. So I'm going to sue you for even getting pregnant and, 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 and birthing me into the situation that, that you have you have brought me into.
9: And his his parents say good luck with that. His, both his parents are lawyers. Like, I think he is. I don't know if he's a lawyer, but both his parents yeah, are I'm, lawyers.
3: Um, what is he? Uh, off, I don't know.
9: He's from India. Yeah, he's shooting his yeah. in india
3: yeah um, and he's saying you know um the 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 philosophy is that um, you know if a person isn't born into the most ideal situation it makes their life hard so yeah. it's you know mm-hmm. if you you know your life is bad if you had not been born or if you had been born at a later time you know, maybe things would have been better but because you were born at the time that you were born, it was unfair to you, uh, you know, because your parents had you at that time. Now the well, most ideal know, thing yeah. is that that the most ideal thing is that you're born you have you're happy, you live a happy life and that the good times outweigh the bad times. I know have, <laughs> Yeah.
9: I happen to agree with that part of the philosophy, but his premise is is that they did not when the parents brought in the child, it was immoral because they didn't get the child's consent. Now, you can't well, get the consent. the
3: crazy part about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How are
9: you yeah. And, and it
3: says that, mm-hmm. you know, it considers the moral impact of our actions on people who don't exist yet and may never exist. As such, it's related to the non-identity problem, one of the most fundamental issues in modern philosophy which asks what our obligations are towards potential, this is, what are our obligations towards potential people?
9: I happen to, well, yeah. based on what you just said, I happen to agree with that. We have. We have we, I've always said um, that it's lucky that a lot of parents are still alive because if we as children didn't have, a biological programming to love our parents and to follow our parents' guidance and to need them, we all ask as children, why did you bring me here? And if we actually answered that question and said, you know what, who the hell are you two to put me into this particular situation? So a lot of parents are lucky that they're still alive because a lot of kids would say, you brought me here? I didn't have to be brought here. And they would shoot them. There'd be a lot of, of wow. uh, paren- I think it's called parandicide. I'm not sure, but I think it's called that. Hmm. But the guy wow. has a point. That anti na- antinatalism has been around for a while. I didn't even know it existed until I read the article yesterday. But I've always been one yeah, to say. That.
3: That's, that's the first time I, I actually heard of that for for. You know, somebody suing you because you know that you you shouldn't have even birthed them in the first place because you you brought me into flawed circumstances so it caused me to suffer more as a child than it it, it would have if I never would have if been was born. Never yeah. yeah, you know. So that, that, that right there, you know, threw me for a loop because I was like, okay, that makes no logical sense whatsoever. No, yeah, the consent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it,
9: it, 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 I don't know. I, I don't
3: know. You
9: know what would be nice, you know, to go along with that theory? Because I, I, I happen to believe that if you ask a lot of people who died and are now in their spirit form and you say to them, hey, um, hey Tommy, how would you like to go back to Earth? You can't change anything. You will undergo the same experiences that you underwent when you were first there, but at least you know they're coming. Would you want to go back <laughs> and become part of Earth again? I'll bet you at least half the people who died given that choice would say, uh-uh, I'm dead. Let me stay this way.
1: Basically. And you know... <laughs> Honestly, when I first saw this, I started laughing. I'm like, I'm like so what you going to do? Look down at your, at your penis and say, hey, you want to come down or not? You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. You know, like, really? Yeah.
0: Like, okay. Uh,
1: you know, but then again, then again, Joe, after listening to the UFP talk, I kind of understand the, 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 a little bit of the logic behind it. Um. Yeah, but... You know that, that that's that's one of those moral type of things that you know it, it sounds good, but in the long
9: run, you know it really has no. I mean, really, it really has no substance. I don't think. So I really well, don't think it has any. You know huh? so There are too many people who give birth simply because they can. Alley cats give birth, but why should? Well,
1: I mean, let's go back. Well, that's true. But let's go back to like the Catholic Church that don't believe any contraceptives,
9: you know. So, you well, know, cat, when, when yeah.
1: huh?
9: Well, the Catholic so, Church, you know, anytime, yeah, yeah. So anytime, you know, they, they're they're you know
1: having uh, intercourse, you know, it's a possibility that a little one is gonna come.
9: I mean, I mean yeah, so, I remember because they they preach the the rhythm method. I practice that. Believe me, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> You gotta use, <laughs> uh, you
0: know. You,
9: you, okay, you, you're at, you're you almost at the point where you're just about to, you know, and you got to pull out. You get, oh man, okay, just
1: for just, just before you get to the throbbing part, you pull out. Yeah.
9: Oh, good. Yeah. God.
1: No, <laughs> that's
9: painful. Yeah. So no, and I, well, I,
8: that's better than infanticide, like New York has.
9: Yeah, it is better than that, but still. Oh, God. No. I mean look I can't is, uh, I
8: really can't believe that people would vote something like that. But as I, like I said when I was talking to that other no.
1: one, what, Today's what you time you
8: get to see the mindset of people.
1: What are you talking
8: about, P&K? Well, you gonna board a baby at the point of dilation? After. No, New York. you
1: know what? You know what That. that After that, dilation. I went, back. Yeah. Wait, wait, I went back and looked at that. Look, I went back and looked at that, and that's not what that law says. You know, somebody took it and ran with it, but that is not what that law says. It says... Well, in Virginia...
8: Weeks, it, no, in Virginia, they interviewed the lady that introduced the bill, and the interviewer asked her, can you do it at 40 weeks? And she said yes. I and mean, the, uh, but
1: honestly, yeah. Well, okay, let's let talk. Theoretically, any woman can do it, uh, depending on... If it's going to harm the child, if no, the
9: child
1: no, is going no to harm worries. the mom. But yes, yes. <laughs>
9: not anymore. In Virginia or not New York. Not anymore. England, not anymore. They have post-birth abortion that? now. In other words, not just during dilation. The baby can be born. There was a clip of the governor, not of New York, the governor of Virginia. And he said, uh-huh. well, we're going to make the baby comfortable, and then we'll have a discussion with the doctor and the mother. About they resuscitate
8: he... the baby, yeah.
1: And yeah. now it's based it
8: on mental health, it yeah. doesn't well, have to just it? be on the physical health, right?
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, and, and that, so that's the mental part. health
8: can be that I don't think I can get a job to that's take right. care of this kid, let's kill them. No,
5: no, no, yes, yes, it
8: is, Eric, yeah, no. I yes, it is, I believe so, yeah,
5: no, um.
1: I read it. No, well, here's no, no, the thing, no, no. Eric. It, there's, it, it, no the oh, no, okay. there's no guidelines. No, there's no guidelines, dude.
8: There's no guidelines.
1: No
10: guidelines. No guidelines.
1: So,
8: uh-huh. they can say that the doctor and the woman said that it was. It, it's gonna. He can say, "Well, it's gonna be bad for her mental health." That's okay. They kill it.
9: And this is after the baby is born and swaddled and in a in a in a mate um, in clothing in um, blankets and all that.
1: Because look, let's really think about that now. Let's logically think about
9: that. What's the uh, that's murder? That's right, Eric. <laughs> that's murder. That's, what they're, that, that's yeah. what they're advocating. Infanticide. They're calling it a a different name to try to smooth things over. But actually, not just in the fortieth and the fourth term. Not actually when you're dilating. Not You're right. when the baby's crowning When the baby has been born and Been, been born And is mm-hmm. healthy before,
8: before you could you could dissemble the baby At nine months in the mother's womb Yeah You, you know cut off an arm uh, Leg and pull it out And all that stuff uh, But now they let I'm the baby out. pop out They let the baby pop out Then you can go ahead and decide what you want to do with it That's right
1: No. Uh, that, that's murder right there. That's Of what course it is. It is. No, thinking, I'm, to, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to research this some more. Well, I, I agree
8: I with you, Eric. If somebody, you...
1: I, I, I can't just see somebody, you know, passing that kind of legislation. That's... No.
8: Well, no. They did pass it. But, Eric, I agree with you. Because if you got a pregnant woman, if you shoot her, and she die and the baby die, you face faced with a double homicide. Uh, they, and there's the hypocrisy. That's right. Right.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, ah, no, man. <laughs> I'm going to have, to have to
8: look that one up. Ooh, yeah, look
9: that one up. Four states have adopted, not quite the radical one yet of the baby I tell beer you beer.
1: what, look it up
8: after you had six beers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you got sober right. real quick. Yeah. Uh huh. No,
0: that's But
9: there okay. are other states that have adopted that other measure where you can be in the fourth trimester. You can actually be dying, mm-hmm. and they can
8: right. kill
1: the baby. Matter of fact, I know
8: a girl that right. had a, a nine-month-old abortion. And she complained she hear crying in her head. She complained about what? She hear baby and crying she should, in her head. And she should. Mm-hmm.
1: And, she should.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: and she should. If nothing was wrong with that child, and she should. I agree they with named you. Renee. Hold on, we got you about that. got but we got somebody this is all else. to part come of the in. Plan Hold on. To
9: depopulate the United States and the rest of the world.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's sad. All right,
7: Triple One,
1: welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Hello.
7: Hello, we said Hello, babe. Instead of having a conversation about people having abortions, is there, can anybody okay. going critical of these, generally? Could they tell me why women get abortions? Is why it all yeah, reason really why women, women they have medicine? Yeah, why do they get them? Some of them. Not the, one, not, not the kind of these men keep talking about getting an abortion just to have one. But isn't there other reason people get an abortion? Sometimes yeah. the baby is stillborn, and they call that an abortion, too. At nine right. months, the baby could be stillborn. Right. Isn't that an abortion?
10: No. Right.
7: Critically thinking will tell you stuff like that. But you get some people that don't can, cannot critically think. They just call out abortion, and they got abortion that did some blah, blah, blah. We were
8: talking about the infanticide laws in Virginia and New York. No,
7: the infanticide laws, you don't know what you're talking about about those laws either, because that's not true.
9: What do you mean it's not true? They passed it.
7: They haven't passed anything. That's why the governor got in trouble, because they were trying to do the same thing the man did in New York.
0: Yeah. When well, they
8: the passed it together, together in New York, and they
7: haven't passed anything. They haven't passed anything yet. That's why they want. That's why somebody got upset and put him in a book. It's and passed
8: New in New York when it, when you he said, signed Virginia, it. The whole General anything. Assembly New York. applauded and clapped.
7: New York do you remember in, that, Joe? It's two different places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in the Wait, are they from mm-hmm. each other? You okay. have to listen. You have to. You listen and you learn, and you listen to what people got to say, and you ask how many reasons and what reasons do women have to get abortion? Men don't get them. I don't know why they're always in women women's business, because when you go get Viagra, you don't hear no women standing up to the top of the tree hollering. Don't let the men get those pills. Or when they want to get a perfect man, you don't hear no women standing up and screaming and hollering. Don't let them do that, do you? But you always hear men screaming about abortion. They don't even know why women have to get them.
9: So men should be something about the, um, the killing of their own child.
7: And you can get them because there's something wrong with them. So, if you can't come up with those reasons, don't have a conversation. I don't think you need to be having a conversation about something you don't know what you're talking about. That's critical thinking. Oh.
9: oh good, good thinking, man. The
7: end of that story.
9: A man should not ever talk about the abortion of his own child because he's a man, not a woman.
7: I didn't.
1: Did I yeah, say that? You know what? You know what? We've had Eric, a here's the law. discussion on the show. We, mm-hmm. Okay. Read the law. Read the law.
8: Here's the law. New York abortion law changes allow infanticide in the text they say the state of New York recently passed a horrific new abortion law removing almost all previous restrictions the law now allows abortion to be performed up to the point of natural birth by a physician and also by some non-physician health care practitioner, that's a nurse it also removes protections For babies who accidentally survive an abortion procedure, thus living, breathing babies can now legally be killed by one means or another after being born.
7: Now, you didn't comprehend nothing you read, and you said Virginia, not New York, because I just said the, the, the mayor of New York passed this. Virginia is still working on it.
0: The said he past, on he
8: said New York. We never said it was passed in Virginia. You said it was
7: past. You so. you said We past said so. it was considering. No argument. What? Play the tape. New York never came into the conversation. All
9: right. Just I just was wrong about Virginia maybe, Mays, but not New York.
1: Look, you know what? Mays, I understand why we right. have abortions. I do. Um, but I I, I, if that if that is the law right there, I don't care where it is. That's murder. That's, that's that, not the is, law. You know, that's that's murder. Oh shit.
7: Um, no, it's interpreted <laughs> by <laughs> Pionkey. Um, uh, but the way Pionkey don't want to interpret okay. it, out as I would say, read it yeah, yourself and see. Read it yourself and see if you get an understanding. Because some people give you an understanding to the way they want to feel about it because they indoctrinated to do what 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 uh, uh people have them do. And they come up with the same thing, talking points. And they don't well, have anything to do with it. Just like when they did that thing about them they had killing babies in the clinic and all and all that was a lie that was played on Fox. That wasn't true.
9: I happen to agree with the law Because it's, it's against
7: it, it, if it's against the law to murder a, pu- a person that want to die anyway, and I'm quite sure it's against the law to murder a child that way. So we need to get our well, stuff together mean, and comprehend well, what we're like, reading.
9: Tolightly. read the law. Where's the law? Can you read
0: it?
7: I'm not looking at it, and when oh, I look at it, oh, I want to, to see what well, I don't want to. I don't want to interpret something that I have that I'm not oh, looking at, you, uh, and, and the lies in it
0: to
9: be I praying mean, I mean, be the truth,
7: because that's what you're doing.
9: you to find a solution to the problem, but you don't want to find a solution but, to the solution. But the law
7: of the, the law of the land is you cannot you cannot kill people. In it, it's against the law to kill people. The breaking the law. Yeah, well, it's in, against uh, Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. July, so that was just red. Well, was not was added on by Fox. You have some stuff be added by Fox. You got the you between the lines talking points. You well, know,
1: regardless, you know what? Right now we're, we're going back and forth, but come Friday mm-hmm. on the Friday show, I have an answer for this because and yeah, and
7: yeah, you read uh, your interpretation of what you read. Yeah, is it, and it's mm-hmm.
1: in New York, not not uh, Virginia, right? Yeah,
7: yes, that's York. right,
1: In New York, not
8: Virginia. You know the
7: same thing <laughs> with Governor
8: line. Gina. Governor Gina Romito there in Rhode Island is is getting ready to sign legislation that also makes abortion legal after vi- viability. It's going to so got another a state time. that's coming on.
9: It's going to spread, huh? It's going to spread. There'll be a lot of states will be signing on to these particular bills.
1: Uh, I I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I just cannot fathom that these. Governors or legislators are actually Coming
7: up passing these type of legislation These type of laws So So Mr. I'm going to leave it like this If you were a woman and you were pregnant Say you're 9 months and your baby is stillborn You got to sit there and go through all those Pains to have it or would you want them to avoid it
1: Well that's a whole different situation now baby
7: That's part of what Lolo just read (laughs) <laughs> and he not understanding what he reading. That's why he just throwing it down like that.
9: No, no, it's nothing <laughs> about being single It's about <laughs> manually, capriciously, mm-hmm. manually. is not right. like
7: what it sounds like, cause it sounds like you're murdering babies.
8: You can drill a hole you know in what? his head to suck his
7: brains that's out. Right. That's that okay, stuff that was on wait Fox News talk All
1: right, ladies, where y'all at out there? Come on, talk to me, ladies. Talk to me, cause we we having a very interesting conversation right now. Talk to me, he, cause maybe May put up a fight for you, but I want to hear from you later. Oh, I'm with, not I'm not putting up a fight. fight. I'm, I'm just telling you
7: what well, when you don't know what you're talking about, you just need to stop in, to be in the and being a doctor and passing on stuff. Then putting drilling holes and sucking stuff out. That was all mm. pop. Mm. That was that latter day told when they mm. were trying to run that. It's approach. right it, here. It, it, it's
8: right here on the state of uh, state of New York like, legislative page.
7: It's just like I told you. Just uh-huh. they put something on the page, you're not you're not going to the inside of the whole story of the baby. That page. is, God That's not said, bite, That's the no. On the
0: official
9: website, there's nothing else okay. you can be right. said about that.
1: All right, we got to dig deep right. and we, do some research.
7: Oh,
9: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We
1: find. We 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 we're gonna get there. But here, I want to so, play look. this clip right here. Since since we own we own children, um, and, and things of that. I want to play this clip about. Play the TV. clip, lyric. Uh, uh, abusing abusing these these students and I want to get y'all take on it okay here it is
7: and now to an ABC 7 exclusive a hidden recording device in a special education classroom
11: raises alarming questions about what went on at an elementary school in
1: Berkeley County West Virginia
6: now before we even play these we want to warn you what you're about to hear is disturbing here's seven on your side i-team reporter Scott Taylor
1: I'm to
12: backhand you right in your teeth How's that for anxiety? According to parents, that's a secret recording of an instructor talking to kids inside a special education class at Berkeley Heights Elementary School in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Amber Pack sent her eight year old daughter to class with a recording device after the child didn't want to go back to school. I punch you in your face. (laughs) A different instructor in the same class.
3: Well, you got to go pee pee. Pee-pee? pee-pee? Or do you not have to go pee-pee and you just want to go oh, f*** off the chair?
12: There's more.
3: I'm going to pull your hair until you stop crying. Don't throw it. Don't throw. <laughs> Animal, you. Yep. You winch. You're like a pygmy.
12: You're
3: like a pygmy
12: pygmy. The next day, Pack alerted the school district and the Martinsburg Police Department. Do you think this has been going on for a while? Yes.
7: hmm that was the first day I put the recorder in her hair.
12: One day you caught all One
7: day. Mm-hmm. Eight
12: hours. You can hear the instructors sometimes singing songs and reading stories to students, and other times...
11: How your tears dry up so quickly, crocodile. Oh.
12: And then she wants to destroy everything in
11: sight.
0: Oh. I'm, I'm a knockout.
12: I couldn't eat for three days. I was so... my stomach, everything. I was just so upset, and every time I looked at her, I'd start crying. What is this? Casey Murphy. Hey whose six-year-old son Owen is in the same class says during a late October parents-teachers conference, nobody alerted her to the recording, even though Pack had already handed it over to the school district.
0: I've never heard from the principal, never heard from the superintendent, never heard from any of them.
12: It wasn't until November, after Pack posted a clip of the recording on Facebook, that Murphy became aware of it.
11: I'm <laughs> For sure. You know, and you're going to get one just, just
0: because. It's sickening. Like, people don't even talk to animals like that, and they're talking to nonverbal children who don't understand why they're talking to them like
12: that. They're not doing anything wrong. On the recording, the instructors tease and refuse to give Owen food. Growl at me. I dare you. And you won't get um, one. Go ahead.
3: There's nothing
11: that says I have to give you a snack. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Looks like you get
12: nothing, Ollie. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. The Brooklyn County Prosecutor's Office found no criminal wrongdoing, but County Prosecutor Katie Wilkes-Delegati told Casey Murphy, I am not in any way condoning the verbal treatment of your children by the individuals in the classroom. Right now, all three instructors are on paid administrative leave.
7: I don't understand why you treated her the way you treated her. She did not deserve that. No, no kid does.
12: The school district, which declined multiple interview requests, is still investigating, and says state law prevents it from sharing information. The Civil Rights Division of the U.S. Department of Education, right now, is getting involved with its own investigation. Now, we reached out to all three of the instructors, and so far we've only heard back from one, and they're telling us she doesn't have any comment.
6: It is absolutely disgusting, and as a parent, you are infuriated when you see that. Yeah, that
12: is really... I don't know how these mothers just stayed so calm, yeah. but that's one of the reasons why they um, decided to come forward, and the kids are doing great in new schools, Owen is in a new school district, and loves his class, loves his teachers.
3: Yeah, hard to hear.
12: Now, and, and,
1: you know, that, that's, that's, that's sad right there. That, that is very sad. Um. You know that you have actually teachers you know treating students like this, I mean, wow, is there any excuse for it? Joe Pianki? is there any excuse for
9: that? Of course not, you know, and this this well, this, this it goes on the first time this is happening. this happened years ago too. Mhm, and nothing has been done, not only verbal abuse, but the, the teacher grabbed the uh, one of the students by the hair.
8: This is, oh, man. Hey, could I add just one more thing? Did you know that that New York had a law that allows a mother to abandon her child? It was five days after was born. They extended it to 30 days. You know how when a mother would take the child and and leave it at the fire fire department? Yeah. You heard a lot of stories like that, and they could do it without criminality, being charged. So why right. would a person, after the baby is born, want to kill it with this infanticide law? It don't make sense. Take it and leave it at a fire department. Well, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention no more about
1: that until I, I read up on it and find out what's really going on. Cause I, I, I still cannot fathom that. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's hard to believe. That's sanctioned murder right there. It's you know, that's what that is. Yeah.
9: Did you also know, you know that, I, I may uh, be wrong about this, but I think it's it's New York again, that you can have a child, right? You, uh-huh. can have, you can have it until the child is a teenager. There's a cutoff thing. You can actually put your teenager up for adoption.
1: Right.
2: <laughs>
9: you knew about that? because I, I, To me, it seems like, in other words, you you're renting a child. If the child doesn't hmm. pass probation, you can now put that fully formed fifteen year old up for adoption.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well,
9: if That's they can a, do that, you, you maybe know what? Do you know
1: what? Though, when you look at when you when you look at that type when you look at that type of law, then it kind of gives the validity that to the other story where the guy was suing his parents for bringing him in the world. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you know it kind of plays into to to each other. Hold on,
7: let me bring Mays back in. All right, um, go ahead, yeah. Mays. Yes, but when it came to the, come to the abortion thing, when did it get to be important anyway? You know, it's always been that way. Because the, they used live? to do brutal, when they used to do brutal abortion, they I mean, just taking babies out of the womb and all kinds of stuff, not them out and all this stuff. But now all of a sudden, the abortion well, it, is, is, well, is see, a that's, point. Well, Mays, that's
1: that's you know what. And that's why they came up with the laws because so many women were dying because of those backroom abortions where folk were doing, you mm-hmm. know, didn't have any knowledge of what they were doing, using hangers and, mm-hmm. you know, nasty equipment or what have you. So that's where the actual legal process came in at. Now it's, uh-huh. it's you know, and now you can still argue that it's it's um, you can still argue that it's you know it's not a good thing to do. However, however, you know, you have some women that say, you know, hey, I can't afford all them children. You know, most of us say, well, keep your legs closed. But for them, it's not that simple, apparently, and they prefer just to go ahead. And, you know, but I think a, a, a lot of a lot of the states, though, will only allow you to have so many before they tell you you can't have more, But I think I know one young lady, I think she had like four before they told her, no, mm-hmm. you can't have any more. That's it. You know that's it. So you, you think you know, right? Because it does so much. It does so much damage to the inside of them. How huh? do I think they're right?
7: I mean, that's like to tell them how many they can have and how many
1: they can't. Well, makes honestly, I'm, personally, I'm not for abortion. I'm not gonna let unless I'm not unless, um, I'm not, but, unless it, but, the only reason I'm for abortion is um, you know if it's harmful to the child of the mother. Okay, I can see that. What? But just to go in because. Just go in just because you didn't practice safe sex You know, you couldn't keep your nasty behind legs close No, I, I'm not Mr. for that way
7: They weren't only uh, uh, worried about abortion they, out the, the out they were having a fear about that They don't even want the women to take that So what's uh, wrong with the bitch <laughs> Well, a 12-year-old can take I think, A 12-year-old I don't, I can I don't get down
8: without well, parental back in the day, uh, People got
7: married when they were 12, though. P.R.K. The people got married when they were in twelve
8: back in the day. A twelve do year old can take the a twelve year old can take the B forty six without parental sign up. They can do it by themselves.
7: But what I'm saying yeah. is, they can that go to
8: the pharmacy and get them.
7: I don't believe in a. Go get them from Walgreens. Matter
8: of fact, business, you know what, Eric? So you can order them on Amazon. And
1: why are your nose? It costs twenty five dollars. See? You yeah, you can order them on, on Amazon. Twenty five dollars
7: because it's out there. He's upset because of that. I mean, I'm because not saying because, of, after, huh? because, because of, of the pill that they can take, so they won't become pregnant and they won't have to get an abortion. And he said, what you can order them on Amazon.
8: Oh, hell, 12 year olds.
7: They Come don't want, want to know how they're born and after. They don't want Normally, to
8: have sex. Don't
7: don't don't but if we really look at our history of how this this country had done when it came to uh, uh, sterilizing women and different things like that, nobody ain't have no problem about them. Those women wanted babies and they couldn't have them. They had a lawsuit too.
8: And Eric, what you oh, they said, said lot, about huh? the them but then you got
7: all of these people walking right here saying what people want. A whole lot of people things happen too that they don't want, but they didn't have no choice.
8: Eric, what you may mention about mm. the they telling a the woman that she can't have them or what they saying is that it's not safe. She can go out and have do whatever she want to to her body. Well, exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, but the, you know, because they keep a record of it, though she's not. They're not going to do another one unless she go
7: they're
8: out. Not gonna they're not going to do it at the hospital, no.
1: Yeah,
7: no. We're well, not. if they sold, they probably, they probably tied her to so she can't have any more. So. And that was the end of the story. The, you
8: know what the uh, the count is on black women having babies, I mean, abortions since 1973? Over Don't 20 million. 48% like
7: of, of the population. By like the welfare, just by like the welfare queen so that's, a lot, that's, a, that's not true either.
8: 20 because million. From, according that to the, case, the, why not the Center Trump for, for Disease
7: Control. Uh huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> You believe everything somebody tell you, P. Hunter. Sound just like the Republican. <laughs> just like she was a welfare okay, point. Now wait, she get wait, more no. abortions than anybody. But Mrs. Talk, now do <laughs> this okay. add up. Huh. She got more children. She's having babies out of wedlock, but then she's getting more abortions. I don't understand those they don't even go together. That
4: she's
7: having again. more children out of wet she's having more children out of wedlock, but she's having more abortions mm-hmm. than anybody. And it's normal. How they come up with this normal? You see, you got white women going into abortion clinics where black women live, and they are being counted. Not as us, as them, but us. We we do we we know stuff so going going so on. So when a white woman in there, go we into we uh, and a, a white woman like go into a
8: black a, a abortion clinic in the black community, all of a sudden her skin turns. It black. is
7: not no black abortion clinic. It's a it's a clinic that's in the black community. You said
8: you said where you said where we live. I don't know who we is. What did is. I
7: just say? I don't know. I guess you consider yourself as being black, unless you something
1: else. She said she what she, she meant black community. Is that like, like the over Oh, she like meant
8: the, the black. So white women go into the black community. I didn't know that there was any Pacific clinic like that was. York, designated like, for people of any ethnicity.
7: And it, and it's just like the over well, yard people. They it's go open into to the, the black public. community and follow out all in the grass, but we the most dangerous people there. They all over the yards and stuff. And who taking who making sure that they they okay? not nobody messing with them over your people are laying all around the grass and stuff.
8: So when, no, when a
7: white woman so so go to, to an abortion
8: dogs. clinic in the black community, all of a sudden her skin turned black and she's counted <laughs> as a black person. Then when no, she leaves counted, she turned back it, white. On,
7: you're, you're, you're honest, be, be fine. <laughs> if you can't critical think that's how you think, like you doing. Mm.
0: The numbers that don't belong to us
7: belong to somebody else But they give us so It's just like his family used to be considered as white they now, They're not anymore So they made their population shorter Made who a so That's what I'm saying
8: That's why they count of non-Hispanic the population
7: whites Non-white Hispanics Population is shorter because they are not Considered as white anymore You
9: know y'all you jumping the, all over the place
7: the uh-huh. And that's why they you say, you say they Breverate uh, is short. And there's not enough of them being born. So somebody's having abortions, the reason why people are not being born. Or somebody's not making babies. I don't know which one it is. So, P.O. can maybe he can answer things you want to spot out some numbers about some abortion a lot black women. Which is not. True. I'm
8: trying to figure out what you said.
7: We know you do, but you, you're confused. I'm just trying to help you Who's out. Who's we?
8: You're the one talking. It
1: says say, 79 percent of Planned Parenthood um, abortion clinics are in minority neighborhoods.
7: Thank you. Damn now, what yeah. you gotta say, Peonka? That's a lot. <laughs> so, when the white it. woman goes into well, did, the community and day the day day clink, in the clinic, she who, turns who, black.
8: Who? That's a bunch of bull crap. Her picture's
7: is not on the yeah, her picture's not on the form. So, uh, and what percentage is working in that clinic, Mister Cook? Could you could you give help, Peonka, with that one too? Say what? What percentage What's of black what? people are working in that clinic? What percentage of black people are working in those clinics?
1: It didn't say all oh, that much. Uh-huh.
7: Oh, <laughs> mm, that's all we need to know. <laughs> but, but I, I doubt I, Honestly, I doubt it. I doubt
1: there's many minorities, though.
7: Thank you. So you can write anything you want to them, people.
1: Yeah, but I doubt there's a lot of minorities working in the abortion
7: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But they are in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah, uh... Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I wonder why. True.
1: I always been that way because they did target they target black women, that's
9: why. Mm, one to one, mm, one
1: yeah, that don't start, you
7: Yeah, Is <laughs> just like is it like it <laughs> but it backfired because you know, somebody short, and it it's not black women with children short.
0: So when somebody okay, tells you that, you're like, Oh, am I
7: ignorant? and take a look at what I'm looking at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She, she's getting an
1: abortion. This, is, so as, it not this sure. is as of two. This is as of 2017. Yeah, people, it says minority women make up 13, 13% of minority population, but they had 36% of all abortions. Mm-hmm. This is according to the Allen Guttmacher Institute. Black women are Latinos more than twice
8: no as likely
1: to have an abortion as white women,
8: huh? I say Latino say women are having babies left and right.
9: Yeah, that's a my culture.
8: You see them walking down the street pushing a buggy, a baby buggy with two or three babies in. Double double well, deck see, buggy, buggies.
1: Well, see, once again, once again you have to understand and we mentioned this before. You, you have to mention this before. We mentioned this before. Most Latinos and Hispanics are Catholic. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the Catholic Church does not, the, the, you know, they got to stay against contraception. So yes, they would be having more babies compared to most uh, Black women.
8: Are what are they when they go to church?
1: Whatever, not cat, non-Catholic, huh? That's a lot of Black people. What are they when they go to church? Well, I know that Maze, but well, what I'm saying is, the majority of them
7: are not Catholic. Not that why children are straight. And then when when we, 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 we <laughs> I am going to leave the it alone. I heard you. I heard you, mate.
2: <laughs> I
0: heard it, too. I heard <laughs> you, <laughs> you mate. <mean. say
9: laughs>
7: oh, I didn't street. say nothing.
9: You didn't right? say nothing. Yeah. But
7: what I'm saying is that they got a problem over there, too, but they not they not dealing with that one. But they always want them to deal with an abortion. Hmm. All these, boys, all these boys and girls that's messed up, they won't want to deal with that and put nobody in jail. Bill
0: Clarkson was um, really an ugly
7: jail, woman that's when he was jail. like a man, right. and he in jail, <laughs> and they were doing this as long before Bill Clarkson ever came out.
1: Well, and at the like time, I Bill said, Clarkson was
7: supposed to doing that. He would have been in jail for what well, he did anyway. I, I don't nobody, understand. Like I said before, Bill
1: Clarkson put himself in jail when he said he did Yes. Yeah. That's, I'm what I, well, that's why he's in jail but, Because he said but the, he admit, all they, the only, only thing he too. had to do Only thing he had to do Was no They didn't admit it They were accused And they kept moving them It's different it's like than admitting it and, yep. and just moving And being protected See When you come out And verbally say I did it Oh yeah They after you That's all they need That's mm-hmm. all they need That's how they, and get that's how they up do in, And then you get caught up In the political wash and uh-huh. a female movement at the same time. Oh, they was done. That was no female B movement. That woman don't even like women. Men. No,
7: no, no, no. That, that's
1: not the point. But it's still the Me Too movement was, was getting started full,
7: was fully in uh-huh. effect too. Uh, they had a bunch and of. I'm men saying, so,
1: so something
7: had to be done. <laughs> I and said they had a wanted bunch of men anyway, So that
1: was perfect. Huh? Yeah,
7: they wanted them. Yeah, they picked it so they could get them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
7: So that's just how we see you that. Know, so when we get this. When we get to talking points and stuff, we need to leave some of them alone because it don't fit. <laughs> well. All
1: right. All right. All right. You know what? We're going to leave that right there because I want to <laughs> jump on this again come Friday because I, I got to look at this abortion law in, in New York because I, I, yeah, I please, need to know. Please. But mm-hmm. while we get up out of here, let's let's go and give y'all some time to get your last words in. Okay, go ahead, make Last one in, first one out. Go for it.
7: Yeah, be careful what you say and know what you're talking about before you open the mouth and spread talking points. Leave it alone. 13% of the population can't happen. The welfare queen used to be the black woman. we not true. So a lot of things not true that you try to spread, so leave it where you got. Have a good one.
1: All right, you too, Mace.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, P. you are.
8: Well, you know, I had to follow that. 13% of the population, but you disproportionately at 30 or 40% in abortion, and you unproportionately at 4% of the nation's engineers. Something's wrong with that picture. Thank you very much, Eric. Nice talking to you again. Hope to see you soon.
1: All right, you. Thank you for calling in. You have a good one as well. <laughs> All right, last but not least. Oh my armor man, Joe.
9: What you got? <laughs> I love you, Maze. Just want to let you know.
1: <laughs>
9: and everybody, just have you know, be careful and peace out. Hopefully, we'll see you Friday, Eric.
1: Yep, that's the plan, Joe. That's the plan.
9: Okay. Ah. Do, you, do you have a right. uh, topic picked out in case you uh, in case you show up?
1: You know what? I think it's going to be about abortion. Why not? Okay. Let's take it there. Uh, I feel like being controversial. Um, <laughs> that should be fun.
9: Oh geez, the amazing sure to show up then. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, oh well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All oh, right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Have
9: a good one, man. You too. So long, too right, So long, JP. All right.
1: Alright y'all, great show man I tell you, Pete had to leave early She has um, another commitment she had to get to So she, she, y'all won't get her last words today But you got me And um, I just say Man, do your research do your You know And I'm still stuck on this New York abortion thing Because that is just sanctioned murder that, That's all I can say it, it is And um, I'm going to do my research We're going to come back here Friday We're going to talk about this thing and see what in the heck is going on in this country. Because that, that's just ridiculousness. ludicrous. It's ludicrous. But um, I want say thank you, everybody, for participating in the show, hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. For those that I didn't see, thank you for listening as well. For those that will be listening in archives, thank you as well. It's been fun, and I do enjoy doing the show because I do get to talk to you and hear what you have to say. And your opinion does matter to me. Believe it or not, because I learned just as much from you as hopefully you do for me. You know, I only have an eighth grade education, so, you know, I know y'all don't learn much, but hopefully you learn a little bit. <laughs> All right? So uh, we plan on being back here Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. Because you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right? So until Friday, man, y'all have a great week. And um, I see you're going to take you out here again with some bubble sparks and country folks, man. Y'all have fun. We're out of here.
4: Can- Fried baptized in gravy, can't wash off what the good Lord made you. No matter how far that highway goes, and no dirt road to get you home. Come on, if you see it in the ride when they try to lie. You to pull it hole and hold in a stop sign kind. Then I'm right there with you. Put your
5: drinks up high for my country phone. My country phone. I'm out here on a thousand acre plot of land, and I can't hear him hating on me. I'm a modest man, talking weird. Jimmy matters and he got a plan. And when he talk, I listen to him. Yep. That's a lot of man. He said we need to take it back to the root of it. I put on for the country, that's the truth of it. I'm talking last millennium, we was repping it. Before anybody had accepted anybody. it. We introduced them to the cooler on the tailgate. Full of cold natty light, playing satellite. A little day while we misbehave, okay? okay. Once we figured the game out, we go play. the generation of people that
4: love Tupac. Oh. And hey, we banging it in the boondocks. Now put in the yeah, yeah. Them ah, folks ah, been doing ah, that thing. Ah. Yeah. Country fried, baptized in gravy. Can't watch out, what the good Lord needs you. No matter how far that highway goes, an old dirt road to get you home. Come on. If you see it in the ride when they try to lie, you're bullet hole and in a stop sign kind. Then I'm right there with you. Put your drinks up high for my country folk, hey. my country folk. Me and Bubba, we've been doing this a long while It sure seems a lot longer than a country mile Hollywood looked good, full of fake friends I never thought we could ever be here again Time heals, one fell, one came up Back together, son, we gon' tear this thing up A lot of talkers and I ain't gotta name them They wanna be us, hell, I can't blame them no. So looky here, cold beer on a tailgate Been doing this for some years, y'all so late, so late. Banging outcasts and a little George Strait Hot damn cold Ford back with Bubba What a good lord made you, No matter how far that highway goes An old dirt road to get you home Come on. If you see it in the ride when they try to lie Beautiful and hold in a stop sign down Then I'm right there with you Put your drinks up high For my country phone hey. My country phone
5: hey. It ain't real Funny till the money they come. Now they want some. My name wanted none. Oh. And that's just how the thing go when you get her done. How? We did it, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did it, son. We was dragging Jim Bean by the handle. Hando. Me and Stephen Hurley loading up ammo. Bumping good in my real tree camo. Rambo. This white boy really think he Rambo. Go. Cut the beat on a hit of his ass damn though. You don't like it straight to hell is where you can go. 12-pointer hanging right above the mantle. You don't like the program? Change the channel. Watch out what the good Lord made you No matter how
4: far that highway goes An old road to get you home If you see it in the eye when they try to lie Beautiful and hold in a stop sign time Then i right there with you Put your drinks on high For my country for
5: phone
0: My country
2: for. Bye <laughs>